Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm Rhea. Welcome to Karma's My Bitch, a podcast about love, sex, connection, abundance, joy, purpose, peace, and how life isn't simply the stories we tell ourselves. I have really struggled with the concept of femininity and masculinity. As a young girl, teen, whatever, growing Mm -hmm. up, men were always seen for me as the other. You know, we've been socialized that men and women are different, right? So in romantic relationships, men have always, and I mean, this is not going to be a shocker for anyone who's listened to any part of the podcast, (laughs) but men were always the other because they were the either inflictor of pain or the route to redemption, as it were. Okay. And then on a professional level, I worked obviously in domestic violence. I worked within kind of that dysfunction between the female and the male, as it Mm -hmm. were, because it really was a big part of the topic, Mm -hmm. you know. And then even in my studies from even doing courses on masculinity and the way in which that's constructed, femininity, the way in which that's constructed, you know, there just feels like there's a huge division between the two. Yeah. And we've come to a place where it's just everything's really toxic, Mm-hmm. As a woman, there are certain traits that we find more masculine that we should reject. As a man, there are a lot of traits that are more feminine that they reject. Men are in crisis just as much as women are. And I had a different experience because I had a very close relationship with my father and I have two older brothers. Then I also had a mother who made sure that I wasn't, who didn't allow me to be afraid of anything. So I wasn't allowed to see other people as different because then I'd have to be scared of them. Let's be fair. I think I would say most women I know would be more in your camp than my own. Some of that comes from family upbringing. Some of it comes from relationship experience. It just depends. When it comes to discussing male, female, divine, masculine, divine, feminine, it's as we teach, it's all perception. And it's all of how we understand the story. Right. And um, I don't think most people really understand it. So here we go. Okay. <laughs> there is a story. Okay, what's the story? For the sake of the, you know, to keep things simple for the podcast, we stick with the one story, which is the story of separation, right? And that story is in order to be separate and to experience this separation game, we had experienced that separation from within. Now, as we've mentioned before, source or as in God, full source, cannot exist in separation, right? Because that would be, that's the antithesis of the concept of source, which is wholeness. So we had angels and we had other sort of divine emissaries, if you will, to kind of help land a bit of heaven on earth while we sort of figured out what it meant to be separate. And in that separation, because there's a lot of stories and a lot of theories and spiritualism sort of encompasses different fragments of these stories, But quite simply, in that splitting and who could exist in this 3D separation with humanity, the story was the divine feminine stayed with her children, quote unquote children, and the divine masculine went away. Because the divine masculine and divine feminine could not coexist or could not exist on the earth plane at the same time, because then that would be wholeness. So we were always living in in half, in, in a state of halves right? Which is, as we know it, a state of separation or polarity. One way that this story was taught was the divine masculine abandoned the divine feminine to her children. And the divine feminine had to exist in that state of shame and guilt because her children were suffering. 
Another way to look at the story was the divine feminine abandoned the divine masculine, left the divine masculine to exist in isolation while she remained with humanity. It's kind of like anytime you watch a rom-com or you read a romance book and we have the two lovers who just, no matter what, can't seem to get it together to come together. That's kind of the divine masculine, divine feminine story, whatever it is. Does that make sense? No. <laughs> None of them? No, no, no. That all makes sense. But what's the story itself? So she came to earth and he didn't? Yeah. And what is the divine feminine and what is the divine masculine? So the divine feminine and the divine masculine are just the divine masculine feminine expressions of source. Okay. So as we would understand ourselves as masculine, feminine, male, female... And within each of us, in our spiritual beings, resides a masculine and a feminine. So source, because source expresses through us, has a masculine and a feminine. You have four bodies and you have masculine and feminine. No, within each of those bodies is a masculine feminine, right? And okay. that, is a, that is an expression of wholeness. Okay. But for the sake of polarity and separation, we saw them as separate. When they are not separate much like as we discussed in the previous episode about angels, they just are. They're just various traits. Okay. Right? But what distinguishes the masculine and the feminine, well, one of the most distinguishing traits is the feminine's ability to create. So the so we all have, inside of each one of us, we have masculine and feminine mm -hmm. in equal amounts. Yes, it would be considered equal amounts. But as the, for the purpose of this teaching, it's important to see that it's not about 50-50. It's about how things operate harmoniously. So if you, are really to, if you were able to really break it down between feminine energy and masculine energy, it would actually be 60-40 feminine masculine. Always. Evolutionary speaking, yes. Now we can see it more that way. Because it used to be that masculine feminine was always kind of like sort of, oh, this it's the yin-yang, right? Yeah. It has to be. Yeah. But no, it's not. The feminine itself, again, because of its creator energy, just percentage-wise, has more. But what's important to understand, and it's funny because they put this down at the bottom, but the masculine is... Some of the most important traits of the masculine are self-expression, freedom, and intellect. Not intellect in terms of the mental body, but the capacity to use reasoning. The divine feminine is emotion, creator, and power. So you can almost understand why the feminine has been so feared. Because if the feminine does stand in her own power, she can be perceived as swallowing the masculine. I could totally make a dirty joke right there. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. <laughs> um, why? Why? Would she be perceived as swallowing the masculine? Because she's got the power and the creator stuff. Mm -hmm. And the masculine, in order to fully express, needs that. But the feminine doesn't need the masculine to fully express? No, she does as well. Again, without the holistic view, right? Without fully linking them, we don't stand in our full power. 
And that's the point. Anytime we talk about the divine masculine, the divine feminine, we still sort of perceive them as outside of ourselves, right? As in two halves and whatever stories those end up meeting that particular narrative, much like with the angels, we kind of see them as these like cherubic beings that go around and helping lift up people and offering their hand, right? Or, you know, being positive beings of light when they're like, well, actually we could be demons too. And that's very much like the divine masculine, the divine feminine until we can really perceive that they're really just aspects of us, we really can't grasp our full power and how that power is expressed differently in different ways in the world. So men have the divine feminine in them as well. Yes, absolutely. Every time they create something, they're in the divine feminine. Yes, exactly. Okay. And that's really important because I think that we've divorced ourselves for so long because we can't really grasp the old story of who abandoned who and why, because that's really what it comes down to. You know, so many of us, we exist within that father abandonment narrative. We really do. Whether we have healed relationships with our fathers in this lifetime or not, we're still playing out that narrative. And the mother. And the mother mother as well. And some will argue the feminine was unduly punished for so long, but in a way, the sort of the level of persecution faced by women is much greater than that faced by men. Which I don't think is necessarily the case. And why would you say that? Because I think men are more in crisis than women are now. Yeah, now, but I'm talking historically. I mean, this can sound a bit namby-pamby, but I don't (laughs) think it feels good to hurt someone else. So I think both parties in a toxic relationship are in pain. Yeah. The one who's being hurt and the one who's hurting. Yeah. Personally. No, I agree. And I think that's that's probably the, one of the most evolved ways to really see it. And I think that shows just how healed that you are, whether you perceive it or not, is the fact that you can grasp how much both parties suffer, no matter which end they're on. And so much of the feminine's hurt at the hand of the masculine really was not the masculine's fault, per se. It was really a function of the separation that they were trying to exist in and that humanity was trying to co-create at the same time. So you have this very toxic situation where everything's kind of broken internally and we're trying to make the best of it and the only world that we are allowed to create in, right, in this earth plane. And we're doing a really shitty job of it. And so we're taking it out on one another. So if we have the divine feminine and the divine masculine inside of us, all of us, right, Mm -hmm. to the same degree. Yes, why always then? the same degree and that's that's key it's not different for you or me or the guy next to you why um, is there a difference why aren't we all just neutrogen neutral gendered isn't that almost like the perfect example of what oneness means if we can come together even though on the surface we're so different yeah i guess so sometimes i think to myself if it was my friend who did this not the object of my affection i would probably have reacted very very differently hmm Mm -hmm. But simply because my friend is a female and I see her in me, whereas the object of my affection is male and I don't see the oneness, I react very differently. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, and that's really just a function of the otherness, the state of otherness that we all have existed in when we cannot see ourselves in the other is when we demonize or vilify them. Soul memory has a ton of male-female stuff, right down to the male-female balance, because what has occurred for a lot of people 
and especially when they're in the throes of their karmic stories, is their male-female falls out of balance, right? It falls out of harmony. And, you know, principally we have male-female circuitry. So when we're not in line with that circuitry, as in we're not fully plugged in, we're looking to plug into others. And that's really what creates codependent relationships. That's what makes us think sometimes we literally cannot live without the other person. We cannot fully source from within and has us seeking to find anyone whose whose plugs are open to us. Really what puts people in the throes of this sort of masculine feminine turmoil, right? The reason why some cannot, for lack of a better phrasing, rise above it or find the appropriate distance from it is the vulnerability that they feel when it comes to either the feminine or the masculine, depending on which side of the aisle they are on. The point is, first of all, is to not be on any side of the aisle, but just to be able to see it with as much perspective and distance as possible because it's not your fight. The masculine-feminine story is actually not the fight for us. It's just one of those stories that has existed for so long, literally for eons, that we don't have to play in anymore. But what occurs, really, that puts us right in that is the this is going to kill me feeling this is going to hurt me so what you're looking at is less the male female and more the when am i not in my power don't you just love that we keep throwing that question back at you and why don't you feel that you are not in your power because the youngest generations as in millennial and younger are actually truly wired for divine feminine marriage It is literally within your circuitry. You can just will it and it will be done. What is a divine feminine marriage? The divine feminine and masculine marriage is the intertwining of those energies so that they could never separate again. How do I will that? You just say, I will it. You can just keep saying it. I will it. You can visualize it. What am I willing? What am I willing? You are willing the circuitry to become intact and remain intact. The current call for authenticity and integrity is the call for the divine masculine and the divine feminine marriage. Okay. Whether people are conscious of it or not, the message of, I want to be my most authentic self. I want to know what it means to live in integrity. That's exactly what people are calling for. Okay. And that's crucial because that's how they're going to get there is to understand what the masculine and feminine means to each one of them. We will gravitate toward one or the other when we're not in full harmony, when we are at our most vulnerable. What brings everyone back to their divine masculine and their divine feminine is always going to be the question, where am I not in my power? There's so many ways in which we express our masculine feminine that however we can answer that question will usually point us exactly where we need it. For anyone who really does feel greatly challenged, it's to always understand where are you feeling it? Are you feeling it in your, is your mind telling the story or is your, are your emotions telling the story? Because that will often tell you what is really being challenged. So if it's my mind, it's more masculine. Yes. And if it's emotions, it's more feminine. Yes. So then if, let's say, it's, okay, my mind's telling me this, mm-hmm. then I, I know that I'm letting my masculine mm-hmm. take the lead, which means I'm feeling vulnerable. Which is very reactive. Because okay. the masculine tends to be much more reactive than the feminine. Okay. And if it's my emotions mm-hmm. taking the lead, mm-hmm. then my feminine is taking over my masculine. Mm-hmm. Embrace it. Embrace it. 
The feminine is all about embracing. So it is about letting our emotions take over more than our mind. No, it's about understanding that we need to pay attention to both, but not necessarily heed both. As we've discussed in previous episodes, the emotions just need to be paid attention to and not denied because we've just suppressed them. So when we are in harmony with our emotions, we can ride them out and see where they lead us. And it's not usually anything too hazardous, right? Because we just have to stop suppressing them. And it's the same thing with our minds. When we're allowing our fears and our egos, our minds will never stop. But it's not the mind that's the masculine, it's the intellect. It's our ability to reason. So when we are in greater harmony, we can reason our emotions, but not in a way that parses them out, but we can really help ground them. When we don't enable ourselves to see things for what they are, we do that because we're too scared of what that will mean to us. So when it comes to the concepts of the divine masculine feminine, when it comes to angels, when it comes to seeing that we're bigger than we are and more powerful than we are, it's difficult because it means not only will our world change, but we have to change along with it. And we are afraid that we won't be able to get there. So we heal the divine feminine by giving room to be able to express our creative power, whatever that means to us. What helps heal the divine masculine is one's expression and freedom. Because consider this for a moment. The divine feminine had greater freedom than the divine masculine. When it comes to rules and expectations, the masculine suffered greatly. When we cast off these shoulds and the expectations and the rules, the masculine can finally exist freely. Now, we've managed for the most part to get there for the divine feminine. Been able to get that, you know, open that door and shove that energy through, and she's there and not going anywhere. And that's the kind of, I'm in my power, I'm listening to my emotions, I can create. Yeah, you can't stop me. It's the I'm an unstoppable force now. The masculine, and not to be, the divine masculine, not to be confused with patriarchy, has suffered, continues to suffer, and needs space for its own healing. So within all of us who still need to heal that peace and have not managed to up until now. Which I assume is most people. A lot. For the divine masculine, it will be about coming to terms not just with the abuse of its power and the destruction it's wrought, because understanding that is really difficult, right? But also being given the emotional space to heal that. The wound that's left behind hmm. is how could I have let my fear and ego done that to me? Oh, yeah. And I guess that's what you mean by healing the defined masculine, right? Yeah. How could I have allowed myself to be like that for so long? Yes. Very well said. I was going to say, how could I have allowed myself to be used that way as well? Well, I use myself. Yeah. When we are expressing our divine masculine, one of the most powerful characteristics is our freedom, our ability to exercise our freedom of thought, of speech, to fully express who we are. How do we remain champions for both the divine feminine and the divine masculine within each one of us? Hmm. Good question. Aside having compassion for it, embracing our own divine masculine and divine feminine traits. Because we all have both. We all have them. And the degree to which we express them will show just where we are in our healing. To see that our emotions are letting us know exactly what's going on. Mm -hmm. To see that we can create, whether it's like, you know, a podcast, a book, an orgasm, 
whatever a child <laughs> yeah you know that is our divine feminine mm-hmm. and to know that and we feel powerful and then on the masculine traits to know that we can observe our emotions and our feelings we can support them coming out by trying by understanding what they mean mm-hmm. by understanding what they're telling us by uh, being free mm-hmm. to react from that space as a result mm-hmm. and to be able to express ourselves so it really is harmony because if the divine feminine is all about the emotions and the creating mm-hmm. right in order to understand what your emotions are telling you in order to create you need that that link of the divine masculine that to connect the dots mm-hmm. so it really is without one you cannot have the other within ourselves no. at all points no. because at every stage of one the other one bridges it mm-hmm. yeah which is why it's probably also you say 60 40 feminine masculine because if in this body we are here to create a world and live in our power we're we're gonna have more of that but it doesn't mean that the thing that's gonna join the dots is just as necessary and as well yes so in order to heal the divine masculine is to see that there is a beautiful purpose for it just as there is a beautiful purpose for the divine feminine yes and to see how we have over relied on it by asking to not only connect the dots, but to plan the future, explain the past, and yield power over other people, mm-hmm. when really it's there to keep us going. To be able to be in our fullest power enables others to be in their fullest power as well. So the more we can express who we are, the more it will allow others to express as well. And that's all we really need to do. Thank you for listening. For more information, articles, and inspiration, find us at karmasmybitch.com and at karmasmybitch.insta. And if you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a review.